Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans Cape Cod, BirdWatchersGeneralStore.com, and by Ocean State Bird Club. The dog days of summer may be here, but Ocean State Bird Club is beach birding. As proud sponsors of Ray Brown's Talking Birds, Ocean State Bird Club invites all of you to come bird with us. And when you're done with one of our free walks, you can cool off with our newsletter. Look for us on Facebook and at www.OceanStateBirdClub.org. Good morning. Welcome to our show, number 742. We have to start the show this morning with a story that's being covered pretty much everywhere in the world and which points all too clearly to the ever-increasing environmental challenges facing our planet. It's the wildfires in Brazil in the rainforest that are threatening to destroy a place that the world depends on for, among many other things, absorbing carbon and producing oxygen. It's the Amazon rainforest, often described as being the lungs of the world. Since the beginning of this year, Brazil has experienced nearly 73,000 fires, with more than half of them in the Amazon region. That means more than one and a half soccer field-sized chunks of Amazon rainforest being destroyed every minute of every day. One expert puts it this way, if the fires get much worse, they could spell game over for action against climate change. There is some good news here. Brazil's president, Jair Bolsonaro, who's been blamed for creating the conditions that have allowed these fires to occur and spread, and who had refused to cooperate with international calls to do something, has finally reversed course and is taking some action against the fire spread. On Friday, he mobilized the armed forces of Brazil to try to contain the blazes. And let's hope it's not too late. But on a more upbeat, if pleading, note... Is it that doesn't want you to think he's crazy or mad? Well, it's the northern mockingbird, which does seem kind of crazy sometimes. We'll meet the composer and singer of that song and a number of other avian-inspired tunes right here in just a couple of minutes. This, I think it's fair to say, is a pretty unusual sounding songbird. If you've ever heard this once associated with the bird, you would probably not forget it, I'm thinking. And it's going to be our mystery bird today. This is a preview of our mystery bird contest coming along a little later. Our mystery bird is a stocky songbird with a large rounded head, a straight bill, and long legs. The brighter males are dark blue-gray on the back, and rich orange on the undersides with a dark gray breast band, blue-gray cheeks, and an orange line over the eye. Pretty colorful and pretty weird sounding. Our bird is found mostly in the far west in the U.S., where it hops around on the ground, feeding mostly on insects and other arthropods in the summer, and nuts and fruit in fall and winter. That would be our mystery bird. Fabulous prizes include the Droll Yankees' cute feeder, 
perfect for chickadees and other small birds and even has a height adjustable dome and it contains a, a big dish there that holds a cup of sunflower seed mixed seed fruit or mealworms it's the droll yankees cute feeder droll yankees makers of the world's best bird feeders plus a download to your ios device or online access to the LarkWire app that's the app that makes learning bird sounds a game Prizes, sounds, and clues of our mystery bird contest coming along uh, just a little bit later on in uh, this morning's uh, show. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. Thank you, Andrew Gold, and thank you, Talking Birds Ambassadors. We are happy to say thank you to a couple of new ambassadors uh, joining the family this morning, including Glenn Fisher from St. Petersburg, Florida. Thank you so much. Glenn, and thanks, uh, and glad to hear that you enjoy the show. And thank you to Robin R. from Cambridge, Massachusetts. Thank you, Robin, for becoming an ambassador, and thanks for your kind comments about our little radio program here. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join our ambassadors family, as Robin and Glenn have done, by allowing us to send you some of our info cards for you to hand out at your convenience to friends and neighbors and fellow birders. To join the family, just visit our website. That would be TalkingBirds.com. Find the Contact button under the About heading, and then just choose the Become an Ambassador option. That's the Contact button under the About heading. Choose the Become an Ambassador option there at TalkingBirds.com. Meanwhile, we had the pleasure of meeting and spending some time this week with two of our awesome ambassadors who are out this way visiting our great city of Boston. Kevin and Roxanne Reardon from Louisville, Colorado. And by the way, I hope I'm phrasing this correctly. We have a shout-out here to all the birders on the front range of the Colorado Rockies. Still to come on our show today, Mr. Mike O'Connor from Cape Cod's famous Bird Watchers General Store will join us for a segment that we like to call, that we do call, we'd like to call it, and we do call it Let's Ask Mike Live. And he's going to be talking about something called the Feather Atlas. We'll find out what that is. And up next, we'll partially ruin a Cat Stevens song by bringing you today's Talking Birds Featured Feathered Friends segment, presented by Birdwatching Magazine. For more than a quarter century, Birdwatching has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. I'm being followed by a barn swallow, barn swallow, barn swallow. Leaping and hopping on a barn swallow, barn swallow, barn swallow. And if I ever Well, there he is, Cat Stevens, singing his famous song about being followed by a barn swallow, today's featured feathered friend. Most folks know the barn swallow. It is, after all, the most abundant and widely distributed swallow in the world. Before humans came along and built things the swallows could use, they bred in caves, the swallows that is. But barn swallows seem to like what we've built, and they nest now almost exclusively in man-made structures, including the eaves out on your front porch. The barn swallow breeds all through the northern hemisphere and winters in much of the southern hemisphere. He's small and slender, with a long forked tail, rust-colored underparts, and upper parts that are kind of a gun barrel iridescent blue. The males and females are similar, although the males have deeper chestnut colored underparts and longer tail streamers. 
By the way, females tend to choose mates with the longest and most symmetrical tails. Here are some songs and calls of the barn swallow. The barn swallow, today's featured feathered friend here on Talking Birds. And welcome again to our show, number 742. We always uh, offer the invitation to visit our website. That would be TalkingBirds.com. And we hope you will follow us on Facebook and Twitter and our newly re-energized Instagram account there at Talking Birds. Stephanie Seymour is a singer, songwriter, and avid birder who has combined her love of birds and music in a new album called There Are Birds. And she joins us on the phone here right now from Ringwood, New Jersey, to tell us all about it. Good morning, Stephanie. Good morning, Ray. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to have you, Stephanie, and great to hear Thank about you so your your CD and to hear it uh, as well. Now, I, know I that appreciate you, it. <laughs> you were in groups uh, called Psychic Penguin, or a group called <laughs> yeah. Psychic Penguin, and then you formed your own group called Birdie. So I put yes. two and two together here and came up with the idea that these obviously had something to do with your interest in birds, but you have sort of disabused me of that notion, right? I have, because it was a <laughs> pure coincidence. It was, those two bands were actually before I was into bird watching at all. So I, I became a bird watcher, in, I would say, 2004. Mm-hmm. And those bird bands were way before that. Way before so. that. But you don't think there was any subliminal connection or anything either? Maybe in my heart of hearts. I knew I'd always be a birder. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So there wasn't the groups there, the musical groups with bird names that got you interested in birding, but what uh, did? Well, I got interested in bird watching when I moved from New York City to New Jersey when I got married to my husband, Bob. Um, I basically, I was searching on the Internet one day for something, and the Christmas bird count came up. I don't even know what I was searching for, but the count came up. And I decided, hey, I'm going to go try to ID birds in my neighborhood for the Christmas bird count. And I went out with, like, some cheap pair of binoculars and um, realized, like, I couldn't even ID what a house sparrow was, you know? (laughs) (laughs) It really made me mad. And so the next day I bought a Peterson guide, and I studied up on my house sparrow really carefully. And then I went out and I ID'd the house sparrow, and I was so stoked that I did that. That nice. it just hooked me in, and that was it. Not many people can identify a house sparrow, Stephanie. So that's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it amazing when you when you first get a field guide and you see how many, what an incredible array of birds there are out there to that, see. That's what I always think. Like there, that was to me the mind blowing thing. That they're always there. This is around you at all times, and you know. People just, some people do not see it. I was one of those people. I just didn't know. Mm-hmm, but now you do. Well, the CD is um, called There Are Birds. It's kind of from the bird's perspective uh, for the most part. And you have some great musicians playing here, including Charlie Giordano, yes. plays in Bruce Springsteen's yes. band. That's correct. That's Yes. That's some pretty good, pretty good stuff there. Well, we have, yeah. your, we have your CD here. We want to play... Um, a few little snippets from it, just to give folks a little bit of an idea what's uh, what this is about. When we played that Northern Mockingbird segment earlier, that didn't identify the bird, but this one sort of needs no introduction. Let's hear this one.
I have a little complaint about this one, uh, Stephanie, that, which is that oh. it's been stuck in my head now for uh, three days here. <laughs> That yeah, is, that's really too bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sorry. Yeah, that is that is a great. I love that song. That's the the Veery. All right. There's another one now. I, I'm wondering how this made your list, Stephanie. This is a bird that not many of us would really see. A bird from Europe and Asia. Asia kind of wanders over here from time to time. The northern lapwing. That's right. Well, that was of a crazy landing in New Egypt, New Jersey of three three birds, wow. um, three lapwings mm-hmm. that um, appeared about, I guess, I don't really know how many years ago now, four mm-hmm. or five maybe. Mm-hmm. So um, I made, I along with hundreds of other people, you know, made that trip to see those birds and that's that's sort of the, the story of it really. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right, that's one of the only birds that wouldn't be found on this in, in the United States regularly. Well, let's listen to this. Uh, gives a, you, you give a little bit of a clue to the identity toward the end here. Beautiful green and purple feathers. A little little identity cue yeah. there. A, a clue. That was the hint. So a yep, little hint there hint. toward the end for the northern lapwing. Um, by the way, you have a whole bunch of other birds that you sing about on 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 the CD. You've got correct. Uh, where's my list? Well, you probably you probably uh, know the. I have a list. Bird, right? <laughs> I sing about black-throated blue warbler, which is actually the. Mm-hmm cover, uh, you know, the cover uh, um, of the CD, which yeah. was drawn by Megan Massa, a wonderful artist. I want to give her a shout out. Mm-hmm. Um, I speak about, I have a song about Blue Jay, Common Loon, Ruby Crown Kinglet, Bald Eagle, Violet Crown Hummingbird, and the Yellow-Headed Blackbird, mm-hmm. along with, with the ones you've played already. And the piece we'll play right now, you kind of do a lot of name dropping of birds in this one. <laughs> not, not about one particular bird, but this is called Migration is Over. Cape May warblers dance in your dreams Wilson's Prairie Tennessee I'll meet you there in Central Park Six o'clock sharp We'll begin in strawberry fields With songs of warblers And then we have crickets. At the <laughs> That's right. At, at the Migration end. is over. It's, it's May 29th. <laughs> Migration's over. <laughs> <laughs> but it's about to begin uh, again. Going, I know. I'm so excited. Going, I had a good day yesterday. <laughs> tell us about that. Oh, well, it was just a, a wonderful migration day with a lot of warblers that suddenly appeared in my yard. It, it seemed like it went from zero to 60 yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Canada warblers, Blackburnians, Baybreasted. It was it was crazy. And then I had um, like 34 common nighthawks go over my yard in the evening, which was a record-breaking high wow. for my yard. Wow. Nice, yeah. nice. I'm still waiting. We we had them coming over in the city of Boston every year for a number of years. And, uh, and then for three years, didn't see any. We saw yeah. one last year and waiting for the first one this year, Ooh. which doesn't look like it's 
going to happen, but we'll see. Oh, I hope so, though. The CD is called There Are Birds. Stephanie Seymour is the creator and lead singer. And uh, what am I reading here? Bald Eagles, Blue Jays, Black-Throated Blue Warblers. Those are some of the other songs that you have on the CD. Stephanie's, Stephanie's musical and avian journey is a fascinating one, and so is the album. And Talking Birds listeners, you can find her story, and you can get your own copy of the album on the website. Therearebirds.com. That's therearebirds.com. Stephanie, the album is terrific. Good luck with it, and thanks for letting us know about it. Ray, thank you so very much. I appreciate it. It was great to be on your show. Great to have you. And up next here, it's our mystery bird contest in just one minute. The North American Butterfly Association is launching the Butterfly Habitat Network, a new continent-wide conservation initiative. Using decades of accumulated knowledge, NABA is scaling up efforts to protect, enhance, and create habitat specifically for butterflies. Butterflies are important pollinators of native plants and represent as caterpillars a major food resource for birds. Habitats critical to butterflies are essential to nesting waterfowl, neotropical migratory birds, upland game birds, and more. The NABA Board of Directors and staff have selected projects across North America as a starting point of the Butterfly Habitat Network. If we can save butterflies, we can save ourselves. It's more than just a slogan. It's the understanding that adequate, well-cared-for space for the wildlife of this planet will ensure survival and quality of life for human beings. Find out how you can help by visiting naba.org. By the way, our show is uh, broadcast live on Sunday mornings from 9.30 to 10 Eastern. And wherever you are, if you have an online connection, that's one way you can hear our show live. The easiest way to do that probably is just to go to TalkinBirds.com. Don't put any G there in Talking, And you'll see a listen button there, and it's pretty easy to get the show streaming live. And that would enable you... Uh, to be able to take part in our mystery bird contest, which is about to get underway as we try to identify this really unusual sounding songbird. Kind of weird, isn't it, Tim? It sounds like the wind going through the radio tower outside. That's what it sounds like to me. Maybe we got the wrong recording. Uh, well, I, yeah. I, I don't know. We do have a recording <laughs> of the wind going through the radio tower, but I'm pretty sure this is the bird. It's a stocky songbird with a large rounded head, a straight bill, and long legs. The brighter males are dark blue-gray on the back and rich orange on the undersides with a dark gray breastband, blue-gray cheeks, and an orange line over the eye. Those are some pretty distinctive colors and patterns on this uh, bird here. Our bird is found mostly in the far west in the U.S. It hops around the ground, feeding mostly on insects and other arthropods in the summer, and nuts and fruit in the fall and winter. We have a couple of beautiful prizes, including the Droll Yankees Cute Feeder. Droll Yankees makers of the world's best bird feeders. This even has uh, a height-adjustable dome, so you can kind of decide which size birds you'd like to have visiting your feeder there. You can put uh, sunflower seed, mixed seed, fruit, wheel, mealworms, anything you like in there. Bonus prize number two, a download to your iOS device or online access to the LarkWire app. I guess that's actually bonus prize uh, number one. Uh, this is the app that makes learning sounds 
uh, learning bird sounds, not just any sounds. This doesn't work for wind blowing through a radio tower. No, no, it I doesn't. Think, no. As far as I no, know. No. But for bird sounds, it's really terrific. So those are the prizes. And we urge you, as always, to call us as soon as you possibly can to get in on our mystery bird contest before it's too late. 781-837-4900 is the number by which to do that. 781-837-4900. Meanwhile, what the heck is a feather atlas? We're about to find out when we talk with Mike O'Connor from the legendary Bird Watchers General Store, Orleans, Cape Cod. Let's ask Mike live in just one minute. Talking Birds, we're for the birds. And we want to say thanks to another Talking Birds ambassador who's helping to spread the word about birds and conservation. Hi, this is Dave from Lancaster, New Hampshire. I've been listening to Talking Birds for the past two years or so. I became an ambassador because I wanted others to understand what a great program this is. Talking Birds listeners, we hope you'll join Dave and become a Talking Birds ambassador. Just visit our website, TalkingBirds.com. Click on the contact button and then choose the Become an Ambassador option. We'll send you some info cards to hand out to your friends and neighbors. That's the contact button at TalkingBirds.com. And thanks. What's well, a little bit of a cloudy day, a few raindrops here on the south shore of Massachusetts, but Mike O'Connor has proven once again that regardless of all that, it's still warm and sunny on Cape Cod. At least warm, or at least sunny, I should say. It's actually both of those it's things, both. which is surprising. Oh, rub it in, yeah. yeah. I like that mystery bird, right? I, I think the first time I heard one of those, I, I was out west and I... I pulled over. I thought there was something wrong with the car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's another sound that kind of kind of matches with that. Yeah, like the that. brakes yeah. are going. I better yeah. check it out. That thing is time. really kind of. Oh, there it goes. Oh, there again. it is again. Oh, check <laughs> the brakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pull over. Pull over, Mister oh. O'Connor. Pull over. <laughs> anyway, you want to talk about something called the Feather Atlas? I don't know what that is, but it sounds big. What is that? Yeah, yeah. Ginormous book. Yeah. yeah, it's actually. Um, People come in regularly with with feathers for for me to identify, and um, first of all, I, I technically have to say that collecting feathers yeah. is against the law. Back in the right. day, people used to collect feathers and make decorations and hats, and finally the government stepped in and said, no, you can't collect feathers. You can't even, whether it's from a roadkill or a molting bird, one just dropped in your yard, technically you're not supposed to collect them. Yeah. So I have to put that out there. So you can take a photo of it, or um, which is which is fine. Then bring it in. But people would bring in these feathers and be a disappointed. First of all, they'd be disappointed because it was never it was never from the bird they thought it was. Because around here now they have these ginormous feathers would come in, and they were convinced they had an eagle in their yard. And I said, "Do you have turkeys?" Yes. Well, there you go. <laughs> I usually ended up being a turkey, but in. You know, researching this, I discovered the Feather Atlas for all these years I never knew existed, and it's put out by the U.S. government, the Fish and Wildlife Association. They have a forensic laboratory, which sounds, you know, kind of ominous, mm. but it's a, a Feather Atlas, and you would just 
kind of click in, and there's a lot of good information. And there's a lot of different pages in, in how to identify feathers. It's actually really good put up by the government. But you would just kind of click the size and what you found and, and go. It's not like the app that we want where you send in a photo and it tells you what it is. You have to do a little bit of back and forth. But it has a whole list of many pictures of bird feathers, typically the wing feathers and the tail feathers. You know, the body feathers are a little bit trickier to identify. And then you can actually do the work yourself, kind of do the research on that. It's, mm -hmm. I found it really helpful, and I didn't even know it existed. I've been using a, a feather book, which is out there. You certainly can get that, but I always thought this, this one is kind of cool. Yeah, and, and how, how do people get uh, access to that again? Well, you know, like everything else, there's a, there's a website page, which is a million letters and backslashes, and all, <laughs> and all goes with that. Who needs but that? I would just I would just do a quick... Uh, web search Feather Atlas. Feather Atlas would take you probably yeah, right to it. Yeah, it's fish and wildlife, so it's not, you know, n nobody's going to be trying to sell you anything or, you know, link to your, you know, want your ID or anything like that. It's just the <laughs> government page. And it's, and it's pretty good, and I've been kind of scrolling through it. And it, bird feathers are ridiculously difficult to identify. People get disappointed when I can't name it off the bat, but birds, depending on the age and the sex, is the you know, time of year, they all change. And, you know, you take a feather, you know, it's, it's like you, you people go, you go to your field guide and people say, well, is it this bird or that bird? But that's a whole bird put together. It's like walking in with a spark plug and, and then going to a car magazine and said, you know, is, this, a, is this from a Buick? What is that? <laughs> exactly. It's trickier than that. But this this page, this page is worth scrolling to. So the, the Feather Atlas, check it out and hope I get my brake fixed before this shows up. Yeah, be careful. Listen carefully for that sound. Or you can do it like my cousin, the mechanic. We heard a sound. I said, what do you do when you hear a sound like that? He says, I turn the radio up. <laughs> but that's just an option. Talk to you next week, Mike. Okay, Ray. We'll All see right. you. Bye-bye. Mike O'Connor at the famous Birdwatchers General Store and the Feather Atlas. You can just do a little search for that or, or Google it or Bing it. Anybody use Bing? I don't know if anybody uses Occasionally. it. Occasionally. Really? Yeah. Okay. I yeah, I've maybe. seen people use it. Yeah. it had disappeared. Yeah. For over a quarter century, Birdwatching Magazine has been North America's premier magazine about wild birds and birding. Regular contributors include expert birders and authors such as Ken Kaufman, David Sibley, Pete Dunn, Laura Erickson, and others. Learn more at birdwatchingdaily.com. We're back here at the Mystery Bird Contest. Here's that funny sound we've been talking about. A stocky songbird from out west with a big rounded head, straight bill, and long legs. Bright males are dark blue, blue-gray on the back, and rich orange on the under undersides with a dark gray breastband, blue-gray cheeks, and an orange line over the eye. This bird feeds on insects, mostly on the ground in the summer, nuts and fruit in fall and winter. 781-837-4900 is the number to call to tell us what the bird is or take your guess. No correct answer means a drawing will determine the winner. And we have Matt... Out in Denver, Colorado. Good morning, Matt. Good morning. How's it going? Do, doing well, thank you. You heard us mention our guests from not far from Denver. Maybe you know them. <laughs> Kevin and Roxanne. Yeah. No, I don't. No, okay. <laughs> well, Kevin and Roxanne, meet Matt. Well, actually, they're not here, but anyway. Uh, <laughs> moving on to the mystery bird contest again, uh, Matt. What do you, uh, what do you think uh, that bird would be? Is it a very thrush? Very thrush, Tim. A yes, bird? correct. Yes, exactly right. <laughs> <laughs> nice going. Very thrush. 
Stay on the line, Matt, and we'll get your info and send you those prizes. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks so much, Matt, out there in Denver, Colorado, correctly identifying the varied thrush as our mystery bird. Uh, we have pretty much exhausted our time for today. Thank you so much for being with us on Talking Birds. We hope you'll tell your friends and neighbors about our show. Next week, we'll meet a man who returned recently from a birding trip to Chernobyl, site of the world's worst nuclear disaster in history, now a tourist and birding destination. He's wild bird and domestic chicken expert, Jesse Huth. And he'll be with us from down in Wimberley, Texas, next week. And this reminder, on September 8th, we'll be doing our show live from the Audubon Society of Rhode Island's Raptor Weekend, our second uh, visit down there. Oh, it's going to be a great show. It'll be great. Oh, I don't know I if we'll wait. have a kookaburra with us oh, this time, but we'll have something awesome. going on there at the Raptor Weekend in beautiful Bristol, Rhode Island. Uh, you can check out the Audubon Society of Rhode Island website for details on that. That's on September 8th. That weekend is the 7th and the 8th. Thanks to our amazing Talking Birds team, Debbie Bleacher, Freya McGregor, and our producing engineer, Tim McKenney. I'm Ray Brown. See you next week. Ray Brown's Talking Birds. Made possible by the generous support of the Birdwatchers General Store, Orleans Cape Cod, birdwatchersgeneralstore.com, and by Ocean State Bird Club. The dog days of summer may be here, but Ocean State Bird Club is beach birding. As proud sponsors of Ray Brown's Talking Birds, Ocean State Bird Club invites all of you to come bird with us. And when you're done with one of our free walks, you can cool off with our newsletter. Look for us on Facebook and at www.oceanstatebirdclub.org. That's www.oceanstatebirdclub.org. Ocean State Bird Club.